What's up, beautiful people? You are now checked in to Purposeful Rehab. I'm your host, Jajara. Purposeful Rehab is for a people that's determined to be restored for a useful purpose. So if that sounds like it's your vibe, make sure you click subscribe. And I look forward to vibing out with you in our next session. What's up, everybody? I just want to pop in before the episode and say thank you for everyone who has been following Purposeful Rehab and tuning into our episodes. And I wanted to personally just touch base with you guys because as you guys know, it means a lot to me in this season and every season moving forward to really build a solid relationship and community and brand and business with you guys. And I really have been um, adamant about uploading content um, consistently. And I know that with that being said, over the last couple of weeks, I have not uploaded any content and I just felt like I needed to be accountable to my audience as to why there was a gap this time in content. Um, it wasn't because I was being lazy or anything, but just as we're on here having real conversations about life and you know faith and the mental health battles and fighting the enemy, um, you know, it's a real thing that I live as well. It's not something that I'm just on here passionately talking about. And um, unfortunately, last month. I unexpectedly lost my great aunt and uh, she was, you know, someone that I held and hold dear to my heart. And so that loss really uh, was has been hard <laughs> um, for me to not only deal with, but also move past and continue to grieve and learn with God how to accept reality as it is now. Um, and you know, a lot of great things have come about, um, in the midst, you know, I, um, have been able to start some new ventures and things in the midst of all of that happening. So that has a role in it as well as to why I haven't, you know, uh, uploaded anything, but the major thing was definitely, um, undergoing that loss and, uh, really getting hit with that in a season where I already was dealing with, uh, you know, so many other things and being in faith about so many other things. And so, you know, it just, it, it, it took me some time, um, to really get it together, but, <laughs> you know, I've been really in my prayer closet, in my word, pressing forward. And I know that God wants me to get back in the saddle and not give up, not go too long without putting the content out there. And there's so much more that the Lord wants to do, um, not only just with purposeful rehab, but with Glow Unplugged as a whole. And so um, without further ado, I just wanted to say, you know, thank you for, you know, coming back and listening to the episodes and hanging with me um, and just continuing to press with me. Anybody who was on my personal Instagram and may have been aware of the loss and sent condolences to me um, and prayers for me, I am so appreciative because they were needed. Um, yeah, words just can't even explain. They were really needed. So 
Yeah. Um, anyway, without further ado, I want to be able to go ahead and hop in this episode. This week, we're talking about the dangers of potential. And I really hope you enjoy this episode and you get some amazing information from it. What's up, kings and queens? You are now checked into another episode of Purposeful Rehab. We are back with season three. Y'all know we in this thing. And today's episode, we are talking about the dangers of falling for potential. Listen, I'm excited for this one. I am excited for this one because I have experience with this, okay? <laughs> I have experience from the past of falling for potential. And I'm so grateful for the Holy Spirit delivering me because uh, we ain't doing that no more. And so for those of y'all who have experience like Mawa, y'all gonna know and feel me on this episode. And those of you who may not even realize Okay, that you are falling for potential. Y'all gonna come out this episode delivered in with um the the vision of the Holy Spirit. Okay, y'all gonna have discernment after this. Okay, so without further ado, let's jump right into what the dangers of falling for potential is. Okay, number one, it isn't the person's current state. That is number one as to why it is dangerous. Okay, because you are technically falling for someone who they aren't quite they aren't that person. (laughs) Okay, that's not who they currently they currently are. And so you really have to take a step back and ask yourself, can you deal with them if they never become this version that you see in them? And that is sometimes the hardest question that we don't want to answer, because the reality is we we really can't deal with who they are in their current state. We don't like that person. What we really like <laughs> is who we know that they can become. We see glimpse of the person and we have these interactions with that version of the person. And we like those interactions that we have with that version. But the person they are on a regular basis isn't that version. And I know that was the case for me in the past, I, and, and just as a, as, as women, first of all, let me just separate real quick because I'm sure, I'm sure men do this too. They may fall for potential, but just a quick separator, you know, um, women were help me. Right. So we're always most of the time looking to help you. <laughs> and so you may be thinking I can help them become this person that is, that they're showing to me. Right. Um, as a man, right. You are just like Christ. So they're, parts of you as a husband in the future that are is going to be molding your wife in aspects. So you may be seeing potential and coming at it from that aspect. Like I can kind of help mold her into this person that she's saying and showing that she wants to be, because let's be real. The reality is a lot of times it's not you being crazy. You didn't just create this alternate person out of nowhere, out of thin air. The person showed you this potential, right? They, they showed you what was lying under the hurt and the pain. They showed you their, their, a lot of times their true nature that was, has been covered by whatever pain they went through, by whatever persona they've developed and per, the person they chose to become, right? And you may bring out the potential. You may bring out these great qualities. You may bring out all these things. And so you get to interact with these amazing attributes of this person, right? And so you're like, yo, and this is this has happened to me in the past. This is, listen, y'all, this has happened to me, period. 
where you're like, yo, this person is low-key a sweet person. This person is low-key like a gentleman. Like they're smart. They're intuitive. Like I could see them doing X, Y, and Z. Oh, they talking to me about their dreams. They could do that if they just, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, whoa, they just, they got it. You know, oh my goodness, they're a great listener. They Right, so they they show you this side. But that's not the version that they have bought into. Okay, so some people are where they are, not because they don't realize the potential to be the version of themselves that you get to see, but it's because they choose to remain as the person you currently see. And that is why it's dangerous. We have to realize that everybody has the freedom of choice. And just because they potentially could become this other version, we have to ask ourselves, did they choose to stay the person that they are now? Or are they just struggling to become the person that they're showing you? And that's a question that only they can answer. They can only answer that question of whether they're choosing to be stagnant as the person that they are or if they are committed to becoming the person God created them to be, right? Are you complacent with who you are right now? Are you committed to becoming who you were created to be? They can only answer that question. And the answer to that question really determines a lot. Um, And so we have to realize that when it comes to potential, the reality is that's not who they currently are. (laughs) Okay. And so you have to really make up in your mind whether or not this is somebody that you like as they currently are, that is good for you as they currently are. And you have to answer yourself, answer to yourself, can you deal with complacency? Because if you see the potential that is so much greater, does that person have those qualities and characteristics that show they're committed to personal growth? Right. For me, I already know, hands down, I'm looking to see, do you have the fruit of growth? Are are you a person that evolves? Because I'm somebody who evolved and I evolve rapidly. Okay, I'm constantly evolving because self-development and personal growth is like top on my list. I'm constantly in the face of the father and I'm constantly looking for ways to personally develop myself, whether it's physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, that is something that I'm doing on a daily basis. So I can't afford to marry somebody who is stagnant and that doesn't prioritize personal growth because I'm going to outgrow you and I'm going to be mad because you're still stagnant and you're not trying to grow. But the reality is you never had that fruit to begin with. That never was that never was the person that you were, right? You may have been somebody who weren't as committed to those things. And so you grow at a very slow pace. That's not gonna work for me. Everybody grow at different paces. I'm not gonna, I'm not saying they have to match my pace, but I'm saying there has to be evidence that you're committed to evolving, right? And so you have to look at that for yourself. Number two, the dangers of falling for potential. They may never choose to evolve into the potential version you've gotten a glimpse of, okay? And that goes into what I was just touching on. They may never make that choice. And so you have to ask yourself, if they never choose to evolve evolve into that person, that version, are you okay with it? Are you okay with it? If it takes them 10 years to evolve into that version, are you going to be okay with it? If it takes them five years to evolve into that version, are you going to be okay with who they currently are, what they currently present, the kind of relationship it would currently put you in, right? For some people, they 
are so committed to because they've fallen for potential that they end up being a girlfriend or a friend for eight years, five years, seven years, because they have committed to the potential of the person. And that person may never evolve into that potential version until eight, seven, 10 years later. And now you've wasted seven to 10 years of your life because you were committed to waiting to see the caterpillar come out the cocoon, right? Instead of just allowing that caterpillar to go through their cocoon phase, go through their metamorphosis without you having anything to do with it, you go do you. And if that person is really meant for you, then you'll still be single and they'll come back for you and it'll happen, right? Um, But we don't realize that the reality is they may never choose to evolve into that potential version. They may be a liar forever. They may be a cheater forever. They may be unfaithful forever. They may be, because they may choose that version. They may not choose the version that you see where, this is what it would be like if they were faithful and a family man and all these things, right? So we can't eliminate, you know, the red flags, okay? Or a woman, because women be out here cheating and doing all that too. <laughs> so number three, um, when it comes to the dangers of falling for potential is the version you see is mixed with fantasy. Ooh, listen, this is a good one right here. So what God was revealing to me too with potential is a lot of people have mixed the potential that they see with fantasy. So it's not just seeing the person you've added in stuff now, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like you are adding in your own expectations. Like you may visualize, you may not visualize, you may see the potential of, let's see, let's see the person is, I'm going to use a man because you know, I'm, that's what I'm trying to, right? Um, So let's say the man, you see the potential of him being, uh, a sweet, um, like old fashioned kind of gentleman, right? Like you see, he has the potential to be sweet, opening doors and just being faithful and just like loving, loving you. Right. Um, but you've added in and romanticized it with the fantasy and you're like, yeah, he gonna rub my feet and he's gonna, you know, call me every, every hour. He's going to send just because text, right? So you've like added this fantasy (laughs) and let's say that who they involve evolve into still doesn't meet your expectation because now you've created this vain imagination and this unrealistic version of who they are instead of who God which may have been showing you that person was right. So we have to be careful not to mix the version you see with fantasy. That's why prayer is important because we always want to bring everything in, into prayer. God, um, is, is this what I'm seeing correctly? And God will show you whether you're, he's allowing you to see the person the way he sees them. Right. Um, I, I have different instances where God allows me to see people the way he has seen them, whether it's their prayer life, whether it's their, you know, their relationship with him, um, their loving nature, right? And it's all because obviously there's a purpose God is doing in trying to get a message through to that person for his glory, right? And so as long as we stay in alignment with God's vision, his purpose, it will always work out for the good of the Lord. And we won't hurt anybody because we've put our own expectations and our own vision onto them. We're not their creator. And that's another danger of falling for potential is you don't want to step over 
when you mix it with fantasy, you don't want to step over into the lane of their creator. And you begin to try to mold them and chisel them and create what you think they should be instead of who God says they are. And so for me, whenever I'm affirming somebody in any kind of way, if I'm speaking life into somebody, um, if I'm, you know, speaking on their character or what they're meant to do, it's usually 100% always going to be based off of what God is placing in me to speak what God is placing in me to see, because I, it's not about me, right? It's about what God says about you, who God says you are. And so I am just the tool used to further cultivate, to water, to plant, to do whatever God has called me to do for the seeds he's already, you know, planted for what he has already called forth, right? And so we want to always ensure that what you see is God-driven and not flesh-driven. And that can go for men and women, but especially for women. You want to always make sure that what you're seeing is God-driven, not because you just want a man. Same for men, though. It's not just flesh-driven. She just look good. Like, she fine. And she says she be cooking. Like, you know, (laughs) is that just flesh-driven? Is it God-driven? Because the enemy may use the fact that she says she cooking and she fine to get you, uh, you know, to wander to her house at late night hour and then get you in bed. And now she, you don't even know that she slept with a whole witch. And now you wonder why the sex so good and you wrapped up and you didn't fell off. You ain't even chasing God no more. You chasing her because she had this sexual demon attached to her that got you whipped. You know what I'm saying? Or same for the dude. He got a sexual demon attached to him and you up in here whipped off the D, right? Because the enemy to lured you into a trap based off of fleshly desires, not what God was showing you about the person. Because God would have showed you to stay away from that person had you, you know, been seeking the Lord accordingly. So we always want to make sure that we are seeking the Lord and making sure he shows us what he sees in the person. And um, not what we see, because God knows the, the heart of man, right? And also, involve if you're in a relationship, involve your mate and God in the conversation of what you see, right? So they know themselves better than anybody else. Only person that know them better is God. So you want to involve those two entities. You don't want to be in your head so much so. So like, for instance, I had a conversation with one of my um, friends um, that God has assigned me to. And... Um, I recently involved, oh my gosh, (laughs) involved him in the conversation that I had already been having with God um, as to what I see when I see him, as to why I do certain things when it, it, you know, involves him as my friend. Um, And, you know, it was just the timing for it, but I involved him. I'm like, hey, you low key like this, (laughs) you know, I low key see these things but you're moving this way, right? You're, you're, you're talking about yourself in these ways, but this is why I say these things to you. This is why I respond to you as a friend the way that I do, because this is what I'm seeing. And in that conversation, he affirmed, right? He, um, he affirmed that what, and confirmed, that's the word I'm looking for, that what I was seeing was true, was accurate, right? He confirmed like, yeah, I am like that. You know, yeah, I really am this way, but you know, this is happening. That's why I'll be responding this other way. Right. So he was in the conversation with me confirming like, yo, you seeing correctly. Right. And so I knew 
in that moment that, okay, what God is allowing me to see is God allowing me to see it. I'm not creating this <laughs> ulterior person. I'm not like, oh, you know, creating this false version. No, God is allowing me to see certain attributes about this person for a pur- purpose, for a purpose that God is trying to do in this person's life. And so I am a part of this person's life for a specific reason. And God has me speaking to this area for this reason, right? And so we want to make sure that we in, involve the person in our conversation. That way there is no fantasy, right? Because we don't want the, we want to expose the enemy. We don't want the enemy creating false narratives either. So when we involve God and the person, we're able to get revelation um, brought to that person, but also we're able to confirm what God is doing. We're able to, you know, make sure what we see is accurate. All right. Number four, the potential you see may not be for you to cultivate. Okay. This is a big one, (laughs) especially for my women out there. I had to learn this. Yo, let me say it again for the people in the back. The potential you see may not be for you to cultivate. This right here is legit. I can't even get my words out. It is a game changer. Okay, it is a game changer. When you understand this principle, this concept right here, you will stop wasting time. You will be more purposeful. You will be more of a sharpshooter when it comes to prayer. You will won't waste time when it comes to prayer. You won't fall for potential um, because you will know this concept to the core. Okay, the reality is there is a scripture that says that God sends one to plant, one to water. Um, I can't, let me see. And then he adds the increase, right? And so the reality is you are either going to be one of those people um, or you may not be one of those people at all. And so you have to know whether or not that is you, okay? Um, And A lot of times, again, we aren't seeking the Lord. And so we don't know whether uh, or not we have purpose in someone's lives. We don't know what the purpose is. We don't know, you know, whether or not we are meant to be connected. We are praying closed-ended prayers. um, Like, is this my husband? All this kind of stuff. Is this my wife? And it might not even be that. He may be like, just be their friend. I just need you to be a friend for a season. Okay. Like I just need you to speak one word and that's it. You don't even need to be, you know, having their number, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so we have to be open to receiving the word of the Lord. Okay. And so I had to find this verse real quick because I couldn't just be out here have quoting it. And so I believe it's first Corinthians three. Okay. And we're going to go down to around seven. All right. And actually we're going to start at, uh, six, right. Um, or seven, right. Start at seven. So it says it's not important who does the planting or who does the watering. What's important is that God makes the seed grow. So the one who plants and the one who waters work together with the same purpose. And both will be rewarded for their own hard work. For we are both God's workers and you are God's field. You are God's building. 
So what is this verse talking about, right? Um, it's talking about the fact that there is God's going to send one to plant. He's going to send one to water, but God is the one who adds the increase. And what's most important is that the increase happens with the seed that was planted. And so you have to know whether or not you're sent to just plant, whether you're sent to just water a seed, right? Um, what are you sent to do? You may not be there, help me. And if you're coming in the capacity of a help me, you're out of order, you're out of alignment, you're doing way more than what God is calling you to do. You may not meant to be their cover. So if you're coming in the capacity of being someone's cover and covering them and doing all those things, you are going to be drained out of alignment and wasting time because that's not what God called you to be. You were never meant to be those things, or you might not have ever even meant to be their friend. You may have never even meant to connect to them on any deeper level. OK, um, I know right now a divine friendship that I have that I've had to pray every step of the way. And this is how I know this ought to be true of prayer and how essential prayer is supposed to be, that we are literally supposed to pray without ceasing. And we're supposed to literally pray about every little thing because um, I was praying even about the interactions I was having with the person because I was seeing God popping up in conversations and pulling me into conversations. So I'm like, OK. And it went from one conversation where I got a chance to minister and I thought that was it. I prayed about it, prayed for the person after and I'm like, okay, cool. But then I started noticing the interactions me and the person continued to have. So then it made me go back into prayer and like, okay, Lord, even during the time, like, why? Okay, Lord, help me. What is these interactions? Is it just like, you know, <laughs> is it just me? Is it, you know, is it just, you know, fleshly attractions, you know what I'm saying? Because you can be attracted to a person. I'm not just talking about opposite sex, right? When we have friends, we're attracted to them in the aspect of likeness, right? We're attracted to like, whether they're goofy or they're live or whatever, like there's an attraction to the people that we call friend, right? Um, or even getting romantic relationships with. And so I had to pray about that. Like, hey, you know, what is what is going on? Because I'm noticing the interactions, right? And from there, I got further instruction on what God wanted me to do. And so from that instruction, I knew what to then do. I knew that it wasn't just that one interaction. God was now leading me to a different place in that person's life. And from there, I'm continuing to pray and act on what God is telling me to do. And so you always want to pray about the purpose and if there is a purpose in the connection so that God can give you clear direction. OK, number five is. Who did you really fall for? OK, that this this is one. This is the last one. This is the dangers of falling for potential. You have to ask yourself, who did you really fall for? The person you see with your eyes or the person you see in your mind? OK, who did you really fall for? Because a lot of times we have married the potential and we haven't actually married the person we see because the person we see is super flawed with all of these red flags that we know are not good for us in the current state that they're in. But we want to marry them in the current state that they're in. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Let me say that one more time. Holy Spirit, bring it back for me. A lot of times a person we see in the current state that they're in is not good for us. There's so many red flags. There's so many things that we know is telling us to run the other way. But because of the potential, we want to marry them, become in a get in a relationship with them, fall for them in the state that they're currently in, which is not good for us. And so this is why we have to ask ourselves, who did you really fall for? That's why everything before this is so important being in prayer, because God helps us to keep everything in check so that nothing is happening out of it. God's perfect, perfect timing. OK, we don't want to fall for something that's not good for us in that state. 
if it's meant for us, if it's meant for us, God isn't going to connect us with it on that kind of a level in that state, right? You have to fulfill the purpose of whatever God has you in their life to do in that state they're in, right? So if they're in a terrible state and God has put you in their life, he's confirmed that you're in their life, I guarantee you there is a purpose. He may have put you in their life only to pray for them. Guess what? You need to fulfill the purpose he has told you to do in that season of their life. You may see certain potential. He may allow you to see all that, bring it into prayer. That's why he's allowing you to see it. He's not just allowing you to see it just because. He's allowing you to see it so that you know what to attack, right? So that you know what the enemy is trying to stop this person from becoming. My God, thank you, Holy Spirit. So that when you go into prayer, you can pray accurately. You can pray for the person that you know God is showing you them to be, right? You can pray against the wayward activities that instead are attached to them or the things that are causing irregularities in their mind, in their in their uh, character, in their decision-making, whatever the case may be that is stopping them from becoming who God has called them to be. But if you're so busy falling for them, you're going to be off of assignment. If you're so busy falling for the potential, you're not going to be on assignment of prayer or on assignment of whatever God is calling you to. That is really going to be purposeful for the person. That is really going to be beneficial for the person. Because let's be honest, you having feelings for the person ain't helping nobody. It ain't even helping you. (laughs) Because you falling for somebody that isn't there. That's not who they are yet. That's not who they've matriculated to be. That's not who they matured into. That's not who they chosen. That's not who they're walking as. It's just simply a version of them that they have not become. You may see a caterpillar and know that it can become a beautiful butterfly, but it's not a butterfly yet. So you've fallen in love with the butterfly version and it's still a caterpillar. So you really have to be really bold and honest with yourself so that you don't fall into the dangers that come into falling for potential because the dangers is truly a cycle. When you fall for potential, you end up in cycles and seasons over and over and over. You you end up wasting time um, in relationships and positions and placements that you were never meant to be in for that long of a time. You end up getting hurt by that person and it may not be intentional, but it's because you are falling for potential and not who they currently are. And the person they currently are is, listen, is somebody who is toxic. It's somebody that will cut you if you get too close. But because you're so busy falling for the potential version, you didn't got close to them and you getting cut all up by the blades and the porcupines that is coming out of them because you're not allowing the porcupines to be removed the way maybe God is, you know, putting them in position to be removed. Right. So there are dangers to falling for potential. And now you all cut up and God got God got to heal you because you fell for potential because you're out of alignment. You didn't get to grow in the area of prayer that God was really trying to bring you into because you too busy falling for somebody. Maybe God wanted you to learn to bring your feelings into prayer. Listen, I'm trying to help somebody. He's trying to help you to become better because everything is not about us. It's really about God. It's really about helping other people. So 
we really want to understand that it's so dangerous to fall for potential. Okay. You don't want to fall for potential. That's not what you want to do. God gives us vision. He gives us insight. He gives us discernment. Sometimes he allows us to see things beyond the natural. And that is all a part of walking with Christ. But we are not to jump ahead of God or jump ahead of ourselves. That is where we use our our very powerful connection and instrument of prayer to talk to our father as to why we're seeing this, why we're experiencing this, why we're picking up on these things. And they may be things that you like. You bring that to God as well. God, I like this. You know, what does that mean for me? What do I do with this? You ask God these questions so that he can help you put it in its proper place. Okay. He knows what you like. He knows what you desire. He put those things there. So allow him to, to help you grow in that area, but keep you in line at the same time. Okay. Because the point is that we are here to benefit one another. So I pray, I pray, I pray that at the end of this episode, as we've reached the end, that you walk away with a new perspective on potential and realizing that seeing someone potential is honestly a God-given gift. And the way we utilize that God-given gift is to take everything to prayer. Because you may see the potential in somebody, but God may just be sharpening your eye. He may be sharpening your ear. And you may not be meant to do anything with that information, but take it to prayer and him have a conversation with you. And that be it. Um, it's not always meant for us to interact or act on anything. Again, it may just be God sharpening you in an area so you can recognize certain things in life, not just your husband or wife or friendships, but it may be so you can recognize when the enemy is coming, right? It may be so to strengthen your ability to discern. It may be to, to strengthen your, your relationship with God to just have a conversation with him, right? And so we want to take advantage of all of those opportunities when it comes to seeing potential in people around us, whether it's friends, family members, um, potential mates, whatever the case may be. Instead of getting caught up in a trap of vain imagination, which is what falling for potential does, it brings us into our imagination. Let it pull you into prayer. All right. Let me know how you feel about this episode, takeaways that you may have had. Please don't forget to rate our podcast. We really want to get to a place where it is shared with many people and many people are getting to know about our podcast. So please rate the podcast on your local po uh, podcast platform and share it. All right, you guys, I'll check you, you guys in the next episode. Love and peace. Hey, beautiful people. Thanks for tuning in. Did you enjoy that episode? Well, you don't want to miss a new one. So make sure that you hit subscribe so you can get notified every time we drop a new episode. And if you're really feeling bold, share this episode with a friend and leave us a comment below. Stay blessed and encouraged. I'll see you in the next episode.